Hello, listeners. This is Chad, and forgive me, I'm on a whole lot of antihistamines, so I might sound a little bit different. But before we get into the episode today, I wanted to take the time to thank some very, very special people. As some of you may already know, on our Twitter account, we announced that we are starting to focus more on our Patreon page, a page that I had created at the beginning of the year and kind of forgot about. Uh, but when I sent that tweet out, all of a sudden we got supporters, we got donors, we have patrons on our Patreon page. So like we do on our tier awards, I want to give a thank you to every single person that has uh, donated to our Patreon. So thank you, Alex. Thank you, Autumn. Thank you, Franz. Thank you, Lissa and your wife, Tegan. Thank you, Mick. And thank you, Zach. We are so incredibly uh, amazed. We are uh, agog, uh, very touched that you decided that our show was worth throwing a few bucks our way. Uh, and for anybody who has been on the fence about possibly helping us out, the very first thing you get when you are a patron, no matter what level you donate at, you get access to our Discord server, our, our exclusive Chaotic Goodness Discord server. And uh, since this whole week, we have been having so many laughs and so much fun, just <laughs> our six donors and the crew. We've just been goofing off constantly, and it is, it is an experience. I will say that. So if you are interested in donating to our show, go to patreon.com and look up Chaotic Goodness Podcast. Uh, we have given you close to two years of free entertainment. And if you think that's worth a little bit of something, we would definitely appreciate uh, some of your hard-earned dollars. Thank you, and we'll get on with the chaos. Welcome to Season 3 of the Chaotic Goodness Podcast, where we begin with a mutiny. I'm Kim, your GM, and I play Flossie Lee. You don't need to space the baby. Here's Steve, and he plays Dr. Arthur Ezekiel III. Maybe this isn't a good idea. This is Christy. She plays Rin Hudson. I have killed men for less than that. Here's James. He plays Hentoff. I mean, I've used it. It's pretty nice. I mean, it doesn't match these magic figures, but it's pretty good. And this is Chad. He plays Gideon, Nyko, and Wade. I have, I have fans like Coral. Featuring our guest Nick of a very good adventuring team. Are you doing like, like the walk like an Egyptian pose? Let the chaos begin. Right. Yeah, we are. So hot. <laughs> <laughs> Call 1-800-CHAOTIC-GOODNESS to get hot, too. It's so meaty. <laughs> so, speedy. Speedy. <laughs> welcome back. When last we left our crew of space morons. Whoa, whoa. Do we want to talk about uh, what, we, what we just did this weekend? We totally should. Yeah. 
We absolutely should. Yes, we were at the Rose City Comic Con, and we had our very first live show at a convention. Woo-hoo! Yay. Yay. We're sorry to you fans that showed up. You deserve better. I think, <laughs> I think it went well. The seven-year-old enjoyed it. Yeah. The seven-year-old loved the hell out of our show. Yeah, so did whoever that kid was that called out Uranus. So. It started with Uranus and went downhill from there. Yes. No, Usually yeah. things went go up. downhill went from up. Uranus. Yeah. yeah. It went up. But uh, yeah, that was very exciting. So that was fun. And if you would like to see us at a con near you, be sure you subscribe and donate to our show. <laughs> we do need gas money after all. Yes. We do need gas money and we need money for tickets. There are five of us and that shit gets expensive. Mm-hmm. So that's nerdsmith.org slash content slash chaotic goodness. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Yay. Yay. Woo. So. So you were saying, Kim? I was. I was saying we um, we were on the uh, space station called. Wait, wait, wait! The Sadist is still running the game. God damn it! Yes. <laughs> this is. I get a. I get a break. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and the Sadist has brought you to SpenCon. Yay, Yay. SpenCon! Yes, yes, on the Spry's station. Spry's station. Yes. I like it. Um, and if you recall, uh, Spry's has been running SpenCon for a few years, um, and it's starting to get pretty big. Um, and they have, you know, um, mechanical engineering and medical engineering and uh, computer engineering and all, you know. All the engineering. All the goodies. All the goodies. And there are booths from all around the galaxy. Um, and Megatry, uh, has, yes, has given Zeke and Gideon a big fat cred stick. Look at the size of this thing. Yes. Holy hell. And We're gonna sent you off. This. Mm-hmm. They have specifically ordered, it wasn't even requested, they ordered you to upgrade the irritated badger. The first thing that we're doing, can we send it through like a wash and get detailed? Uh, that's not available here. Sorry. They don't have a spar wash. This is not a planet. That's such a waste of water. Who says they use water? Really? Just Sonic. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Sonic would be cool, but no. But on the top level of the station, there is a uh, a big hangar where um, where you pull the irritated badger in and prepare it for upgrades. And let them know that you're here. Sweet. Excellent. I can negotiate prices. Yay. Yeah. And now we get to have a montage. Even Rocky had a montage. <laughs> We're having a, a shopping montage? Shopping spree montage. Okay, great. So let's yes. let's cue the montage. Cue the montage. Montage engage. So, okay. So we need to buy this. We need to buy that. Uh, we need a dermal restructurer. Yeah, that. Sure. We need that. We need, we need to fix the cryo tube. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. There, um, there is, yeah, there is, um, there is a, um, a a medical expo on one of the levels, uh, where you can get all of those, uh, medical gadgets, like cryotubes and such. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Right, so, so Zeke can get the medical stuff. I will get the, like, anything like weaponry or Mm -hmm. anything that the ship would need. Uh, I would, I would think that Ren, since she spends so much time in the galley, should should take a look at you know resupplying our consumables. Oh, I hear that they have upgraded protein nozzles. The double-ended protein nozzles. Yes. Nice. Sweet. Super flexible. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. What about better shields? Can we get a point defense system, maybe to help out, so I don't have to dodge all the missiles at once? In theory. 
Well, that could be something that we can arrange. I mean, keep in mind that, you know, the ship is only so big. There's only so many hardwire points that we can put things into. I have faith in your engineering ability. Uh, we'll have to pick up some adapters. There's plenty of those, I'm sure. It is Sprise, after all. Sure, yeah. This is like the engineering convention, apparently. That's right. Yeah. Yay. All right. It says right here on the brochure that it is the biggest engineering convention in the galaxy. I don't know if that's true, but... Well, it's on a brochure. Yeah, it yeah. says it, so... I mean, they couldn't print it if it wasn't true. Sure, sure. we'll go with that. I have a good feeling about this. Right, so Gideon is going to hurry up and, and make his, his purchases because he's really excited to meet an entire room full of the fans of his podcast. That sounds really exciting, Gideon. I'm really happy for you. I'm excited. You I'm have like, a podcast? I made you listen to it. <laughs> you said it sucked. That's not very nice Yeah, I know. I have fans. <gasps> Are they going to cosplay? I think so. Ooh. Can we go? No. That doesn't mean you can't go. I, mean, I could cosplay as Gideon. No, oh God. I think I could fit into one of his suits. You're right. So meet us on level eight, room 63. You know, when we got here, I counted the levels of this thing, and there are not eight. So that's not funny, Gideon. If you go out of the station, there's eight levels. <laughs> also not funny. Oh. <laughs> okay, anyway. Look, okay, Flossie, it's not that you guys embarrass me. No, wait, no, that's exactly what it is. But this is like my thing. What if we're your hype crew? Listen, Boo, are you going to display that really awesome and substandard foot rub machine? I mean, I've used it. It's pretty nice. I mean, it doesn't match these magic fingers, but it's pretty good. I don't know. We'll I see think if... it's an engineering feat of magic. Right <laughs> <laughs> see? Thank you, Flossie. Thank you. That's so good. Thank you. That's a good one. We're all staring at you, Gideon. I'm going to go put my costume on. Did you um? Did you guys go around and get like upgrades and stuff? I got a, oh, no, I got a bunch of stuffs. Amandine insisted that I make sure that you guys get everything that she wanted to happen on the list. What? Uh, what, what? How big what is this list? She, want? she said that we need a better computer because the one that we had sucked. Although she didn't use those words, but it was basically that. Um, she said that we needed better shields. Um, and she said that we should improve our weapons ability and um, our nav system. What's wrong with our nav system? Yeah, we have a pretty good nav system. She said it wasn't up to par. You'll have to take that up with her. I just have a list. But here's the list, and, uh, you know, that's it's on you now. Well, I mean, I already requisitioned the shields, but okay, so Gideon will go ahead and... And, and Whiny over here wanted a point defense system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should point probably defense. also get like a turret on the ship as well so we can stop relying on missiles for long range. Well, we have a turret on one of the shuttles, but... Right, but... That's it, was on the list. Okay. it was on the list. Yeah, oh, it was on the list? Yeah, that was Amandine approved. Okay. What about upgraded thrusters? Can we get that so I can get some more nimbly bimbly out of the Badger? Um, that was on the list of things that were optional. So I don't know. You'll have to ask Gideon. Can we improve our thruster capacity with some nifty parts? Uh, can we afford all that, Game Master? Uh, <laughs> yes. Actually, Megatry is expensing a lot of these repairs and upgrades. Because so we, we're valuable. We can order all this stuff and somebody else can install it. Well, yeah, that's yes. kind of the whole point of I being am here. I'm very excited about this. So we'll just make do do our wish list orders, hit go, and then 
Leave the go. irritated badger in the hands of some capable strangers. Yeah, they'll let us know when it's done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that won't go poorly for us at all. You are such a pessimist, Zeke. Oh, we need to look for a blade of armor for the badger, too. I mean, the more stuff we add to the ship, the more time it's going to spend in dock. Yeah. Which means more time for you here. I mean, we're going to be here for a few days. Uh, uh, shouldn't that make you additionally happy? Sure. She said there's also budget for a droid body for Linda so that you can have a surgical assistant, Zeke. Um, if you want it, I mean, you Linda know. Linda is also a navigational droid, so we'll need uh, medical programming. Do we? The, I don't know. You're going to have to look and I see mean, if they have that. I mean, a lot of like medical assistantship is just, you know, knowing where to cut. That's like navigating, right? Well, yeah, it's it. exactly like engineering a starship. Just knowing exactly which bolt to unscrew fixes the whole thing 100% of the time. Yeah, I did that one. Listen, medically assisting is just like handing you the tools, isn't it? So really all we need to do is have like a list of pictures oh, and she names. Has, she has to sponge his forehead a lot, too. That, too, yeah. He gets I've really sweaty when he operates. It, he gets really sweaty all the time. Well, yeah, he's sweaty right now. I know. Yeah. It's weird. Is it hot on the space station? Here, I got you a handkerchief. Him? Thank you, sir. It's because I care. I'm not hot. None of us are. It's just him. You can say that again. Oh, sick bird. I'm just really excited to be here. Go get into your weird Weird costume. costume. Go. Do your Tesla I got to go put my mustache on. I cannot wait to see that. So Gideon is going to get in his Nikolai Tesla cosplay. Yep. You've got uh, everything ordered. Do you have your love pigeon? Oh, I'll go as the pigeon. He was in love with the pigeon. Yeah, Tesla. Oh, that's historically recorded as loving a pigeon like he loves a woman. That's very sweet. I think I'll dress up as your pigeon. Well, you know, most (laughs) genius, most geniuses have a little, a few quirks, eccentricities. Yeah. Well, no, he wasn't rich, so he was just crazy. Yeah, genius and madness are two. Yeah, Edison stole a shit ton of, you know, his ideas and electrocuted an an elephant. Yes, he did. So anyway, Gideon's gonna go break away from the crew and try to find his adoring public. All right. You ready, Wade? I suppose so. Hey, Gideon, do you want me to try to talk your way into like a full booth and panel and everything? For what? So you can have them all come to you for signatures and questions and stuff? No, they they already run it out of room on the space station. Oh! For your arm cast? We're doing a meetup. Nose cast. Yeah, dude, get it right. Yeah. You don't what even know hell? what it stands for, do you? Uh, Nose nope. stands for something? I just non-organic non-organic sentient entities. The the title still needs some work, but apparently it's got fans, so maybe not. What does cast stand for? Nothing, I I think. It's like a portmanteau of broadcast. It's like back in the days, like nerdy people with too much money did these things called podcasts. I don't think all of them had that much money. Well, no, but they went into debt for it and. You know, they did do the editing all by themselves, and it caused a lot of strained friendships. And is that why the Badger has been performing subpar? Because you've been wasting time editing your your. I'm not. It's not. Cast? Apparently, it is not wasted time editing the nose cast. Guys, no, let him like, let him go. Be famous. Yeah, if you'll okay. excuse me, I have 15 minutes of fame to absorb. Listen, Gideon feels socially comfortable in very few situations. Let him embrace this for you once. Once? Why can't he have a little fun? He's such a stick in the mud like every other time. He's actually in a good mood right now. I heard that! (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm going to go shopping for some personal items now that we've purchased stuff for the ship. All right. Specifically a boom box and some attire. Hansel has to get some vice grips and lube. A that too. boom box and some attire? Some specific attire to be named later. Oh, okay. But I need the 80s boom box. Oh. Like straight up shoulder 80s boom box. I need that in okay. my life. All right. uh, I'm also going to stock up on miscellaneous medical supplies and drugs and whatnot. There's, um, well, Amandine took off to the Megatri booth when of she got here. Of course she did. Um, after she loaded the next cargo for your next drop after your leave here. So, um, yeah, there is a Megatri booth. Maybe they have what you need. Okay. Right. So you guys both head off. How about Rin? What's Rin doing? Rin's picking up some food. She's going to pick up... Um, Overpriced con food. <laughs> turkey legs. 50 bucks a pop. And <laughs> imitation moose milk. <laughs> the best moose milk, in my opinion. Yeah. Unfortunately, they don't have a real moose here, so... It's well, she's, fake it's moose milk, so we know it's from... It's terrestrial. Unless yeah. they exported moose. Well, it's got to be better than spoose milk. Uh, theoretically. There's something about the zero-G thing that really... It, it, it affects the lipid count in the milk. What about that ship they tried to make? The spoose spoose? <laughs> yeah, I couldn't get behind the blue coloring. <laughs> okay. Largest freighter ever created. Utter disaster. Couldn't even make it out of orbit. Which is amazing because it was constructed in orbit, wasn't it? Yeah. It was so big that the planet's gravity actually pulled it back. No, it's gravity sucked the planet into it. Well, gravity, they each act upon each other. So, I mean, gravity prevented it from leaving. Let's not sacrifice physics for the sake of drama here. Yeah, seriously. You know, all the bits can't be good, okay? (laughs) We don't want another split incident. I'm just... (laughs) 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 Incidentally, which is what the spruce moose was made out of. (laughs) Which is why they had to build it in orbit. (laughs) Which is why it burst into flames before it hit atmosphere. <laughs> Are we done? Yes. Yes. For the moment. I'll make no promises long run. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Statler and Waldorf are taking a break. Woosa. All right, I'm calm. We're good. Okay. All right. So, um, Ren, you go off to get your turkey legs. Um, there's uh, there's an area on on each level that has, there's like a main central atrium um, where there are booths set up that have um, different foods from um, that are specialty foods from eat from different planets and cultures and such, and you do manage to find a booth with um, with Spurky legs, um, and they're um, they're really big. They're uh, the the leg itself is slightly larger than your forearm, so like the Flintstones type. Uh. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It's a bit like that. So this wouldn't be a place to restock the ship. You certainly could. Okay. Yeah. Um, especially if the um, if Flossie's room is still converted to a meat locker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just start stacking it like wood. Um, so, making trips. Yeah. So the... Um, the alien race that's running the booth. Let's see. Um, James, tell me about this this uh, species that is running the Spurky Leg booth. They are reptilian species. They're like mongoose, but they're from space. Or is it mongoose or mongoose for the plural? Mongoose. Mongoose, which are not reptiles. 
They're not. They're no. birds. No. 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 Oh my god. <laughs> That's right. Edit that out. <laughs> They're like weasels, James. <laughs> what eats? What naturally eats turkeys? Like what? What is a turkey? Humans. Aside from humans, what is our turkeys? Everything. Coyote. Sure, we'll go with coyotes. We've had prairie dogs. Let's go with coyotes. They're okay. coyotes. All right. So they're like a, a like a wily coyote. It's like fucking Star Fox selling turkey legs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is Star Fox. Uh, okay. The Star Foxians. The Star Foxians. Star Foxians. Okay. Right. The name of the booth is Barrel Roll. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the Barrel Roll. Barrel barrel roll sperky legs? Yes. Press Z twice to do a barrel roll. No. Oh. I have no idea what you're talking about. Of course you don't. <laughs> They're renowned for their space fighter capabilities. Oh yeah? Yes. Um so yeah, so the uh the Sparfoxian uh notices that you're starting to pile them up in your arms and says, Um, um, um excuse me, excuse me, ma'am. I would you like to use this wagon? Uh sure. Thank you. I think, I, 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 I think maybe you you need more space. Okay, I'll sack them in the wagon and then pick, carry the wagon. <laughs> <laughs> you are you are very strong. So I've been told. That or everybody else is very weak. I don't. That's that's two two credits for each sperky leg. Money? Amandine provided you with. Amandine provided you with a. Do do I have a cred stick yes. too? Okay. Or just give him your thumb. <laughs> that would confuse her. She would like try to take off her thumb or something. <laughs> well, she is used to exchanging body parts for goods and services. Cannibal joke. Ren is not a cannibal. Um. Anymore. Yeah. Asterisk. <laughs> okay, I pay. All right. Um, so your uh, your wagon is full of sperky legs that are now yours. Well, this is a good thing. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going to go load them up on the ship. All right. So uh, you um, you go from level three, and you go. There's uh, elevators central, uh, just right there next to the atrium, so it's very convenient. And head all the way up to the top where you docked the irritated badger. Okay. All right. Um, what is Hental doing? Something about a shirt? Once I've bought my attire to be named later. And my boombox. Did I find a boombox? Um, you, it's, well. Or a boombox approximation. Um, so. Basically, I need a speaker that can also. Yeah, Chad, tell me about. Yeah, Chad, tell me about the, uh, the boombox that Hental finds. Yeah, it's it's uh it's an ancient Bluetooth uh kind of speaker thing, but it's much larger. Oh, nice! Because it's from the era when we the thought tube. bigger was better. Yeah, it's called the tube, the blue tube. Ironically, it's purple though. Yeah, but but the thing is, you can crank the volume up so high that it can actually affect the gravitational field around you, and you can blue shift. Ooh, I have no idea what that means, and I'm intrigued. I want one. Can I get two? No. Actually, these things are illegal on many, many, many systems. Perfect. I'll take one. <laughs> Dibs. I'm going to like lick my hand and slap the speaker. Dibs. 
the um, so the alien race, Steve, that is um, manning the booth is very offended by the saliva on their product. What what sort of species is this? It's like a giant spider. Okay. <laughs> Sparachnids? So the spirachnid? Okay. I have sparachnophobia. <laughs> are you really? Oh, okay. Gideon <laughs> yeah. does, though. What are they called? Hobo. Hobos. <laughs> Spobos. Spobos. Spobos? Spobos. Okay. Yeah, the, 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 uh, the Spobo um, reaches up a few of his arms and places them on the boombox and just sort of slides it back. I'm going to wave my credit stick. Like, I'll pay double. I want it. He reaches another arm up and takes the cred stick and slides the boombox back towards you. I'm going to hug it nice and close like it's my baby. So his his eyes kind of all focus on you and narrow a little bit. They're it's confused. Has it said anything? No, it's it's not a species that speaks. What? Non-vocal. I can't work with that. Semi-psychic. And since Hental is naturally psychic resistant, he can't hear it. Do they read? Yes. All right. And understand you. Oh, cool. I just really want this because it, it, it makes people blue shift at max volume, and I need this in my life. So I'll pay double. Thank you. I'm sorry for offending you or yeah. upsetting you or making you mad. I don't know what happened. They kind of twitch a little bit at you as as they put their, the cred stick in their uh, cred reading device and um, hand it back to you. The problem is, as a race of spiders, they're offended by hand slapping. It was the saliva on the hand. It was like a double whammy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Once I've made my purchases, I'm going to sneak to whatever hall uh, Gideon's in, but like I'm going to like watch, but from the back so that he doesn't notice me, and just watch him in his element. You my booze being famous. You can try to follow him. Let's let's have a stealth roll. Right. And, and while while James is rolling, I I looked up what blue shifting is. Uh, it has to do with how fast something is traveling. Right. A blue shift is any decrease in wavelength with a corresponding increase in frequency of an electromagnetic wave. The opposite effect is referred to as a red shift. In visible light, this shifts the color from the red end of the spectrum to the blue end. So it can get so loud, it makes everything look blue. Like it's traveling faster towards you. That's how they determine how far stars are based off of the blue shift. Well, how fast they're traveling towards or away from you. Yes. And somehow that works. Sure. We'll just hand wave our way through. That. I got a 28 on my stealth roll. Yeah, he doesn't see you. Ah-ha! You manage, you manage to, um, you know, hide behind the plants uh, in the atriums as you go up. Uh, you wait for him to go up in the elevator and then take the next ride up or go in the next elevator over. Uh, you're pretty clever about this. That's how I do. Yeah, sometimes. works out. And then uh, Zeke, what's Zeke doing? Zeke is gonna, uh, after buying medical stuff and the upgrades for Linda and whatnot, he's gonna go around to um, the. Uh, I had it, uh, like high-end alcohol vendors, mm. okay. and, and stock up for special occasion <laughs> booze on board the Badger. Yeah, and that's uh, that's in the the food, right. uh, the food booths in the in the center. That's on uh, that's on level four. Okay. Yeah, so. which incidentally is also the hospital level. So that's a little worked out. A little unusual, that. but you know why they put the alcohol booth on the hospital level is uh, emergency um, 
sterilization. Do you, <laughs> do you know any doctors? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell them about one. the tell them about the ER doctor you ran into yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Um, so you find. Uh, let's see. Chad, what kind of what kind of spalcohol does Zeke come across? I think since it's on the hospital level and it's high end stuff, it's always going to be some pretentious ass kind of whiskey. Mm-hmm. But it's just like with depending on what region the whiskey comes from, it has a different name. Yeah. So like you know, Kentucky is bourbon and Scotland is Scotch, and so this is made uh, in Alpha Centauri. Ooh. Yeah. That's so, super fancy. Yes. So it is called. Uh, I would call that Elsensky, by the way. Since you're here now, I think we'll probably we'll probably introduce our guest. Oh yeah, it's probably about time to introduce our guest. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to in, invite him to speak, you should probably introduce him as well. We have a so guest. We we do. <laughs> we happen to have a guest. Hard eyes, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, this is Nick from the Very Good Adventuring Team. Say hi, Nick. Hello. And do you have an idea for the whiskey? Well, if it's from Alpha Centauri and it's whiskey, I would call it Alsensky. Mm. Okay. Alsensky. Right, a fancy bottle of Alsensky. Uh, several fancy bottles of Alsensky. Because if it doesn't come from Alpha Centauri, then it's just sparkling whiskey. That's right. <laughs> sparkling whiskey. All right. If it's not Alpha Centauri and it's crap. That's where all the Scots moved. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Since they were kicked off of Earth for trying to violently overtake the planet. <laughs> because there was a whiskey shortage. Scott shortage. Scott whatever. Yeah, the, the triple star system makes for an excellent growing season for barley and uh, peat. and Sparley. Sparley. Speet. Speet. <laughs> There's going to be some meat, peat confusion if we call everything speet. No, there isn't. It's all about context. Uh, of course. Yeah. Um, so now that you have acquired mass quantities of Alsensky, um, what are you going to do with it? Well, I'm going to have it stowed. I'm going to ha- hire somebody to stow it on board the Badger, okay. except for one bottle I'm keeping with me. Um, so there are um, there are employees uh, wandering around the station. Um, and you can tell which people are the employees because of how they're dressed. Um, Christy, do you have any thoughts on that? It's like aluminum foil. <laughs> yeah. They're like they're jumpsuit made of like, like, like a shiny, yeah, like a mylar jumpsuit. <laughs> mm-hmm. It keeps them warm, but they need to stay away from microwaves. Yeah. <laughs> but. But there's like little lace peeking out at, from the edges, so it's fancy. That is really fancy. So a lace-edged mylar jumpsuit. What sort of uh, what sort of species um, does Zeke come across and ask for assistance? You know, some of them can just be humans. That's that's a valid what? answer. What? 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 That's 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 perfectly valid in a very human-centric podcast. That's you only say that because you're human. True. Um, human. <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> All that climax for nothing. <laughs> Steven has a good point. Not everyone has to be special. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's a little bit racist. Uh, no. 
So the uh, the the human, um, she she's walking past the booth, um, and you can tell it's uh, that she's obviously an employee because of the mylar spacesuit. <laughs> she's complaining about how uncomfortable her uniform is. And uh, and you see uh, she's wearing a name tag that says Spef. Did you say Spef? I said Spef. Okay, Crystal Spef. Uh, no, no, her her name is Spef. With with F's. S P E F F. Spef. Yes. Thank you, traveler. Do go on. Anyways, I will approach Spef, mm-hmm. and I will ask Spef to get a porter to carry all of this whiskey. Whiskey. Alsen Alsenski. And I'll give her. I'll give Spef all of the information for where the irritated badger is birthed at. Is her full name Spephanie? Uh, no, her name is Spefnor. Oh, okay, because I dated a girl named Spephanie once. Mm. Okay. What? What? Gideon's dated. Gideon's not here. You're right. <laughs> I will slowly back away from the microphone now. <laughs> Beth says, um, oh, yes, yes, I have seen your ship. It's the nice one with the badger bomb thing on the side. Yes. Okay. Um, I I would be happy to carry this up for you. It's just a case. It's not too heavy. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Um, goodbye, then. All right. And and I'll just wander into, I'll just wander around the the main presentation Hall. Um, there are several uh, levels of presentation halls. There's uh, computer and medical engineering. Which I've wandered thoroughly around. Well, yes, naturally, because you were getting all of the exciting things. Um, and there's a mechanical level as well. I'll wander around the mechanical level, okay. look at robots and stuff. Yeah, there's, um, there's definitely quite a few um, droid and robot booths. Some are more specialized than others. You get robots for the children. They go all the way up to the robots for the grown-ups, if you know what I mean. No. No, this is not that kind of spend con. Speaking of, did you see the hentai booth at Rose City? They had a hentai no. booth? They did. They have a oh, hentai booth in God. every con. No, no, no. I'm talking about, like, the... Because this is... Medical engineers are also here, right? So they have, like, the prostate bot. No? The prostate Sorry. Cuisinart? The prostate bot made by Cuisinart? No. No. These are, never mind. I'm, I'm, star- I'm starting <laughs> I'm to mourn down. the loss of all my power. <laughs> <laughs> Weren't you just celebrating the loss of all your power yeah, earlier? Yeah, but <laughs> <moments> ago. <laughs> yeah. I have to play in a gal in a universe that doesn't have prostate bots. I mean, I don't know. Oh, they exist. Prostabots. They're just not here. Robots. I have also had a That's lot. That's bad of on so many levels. <laughs> So um, Gideon arrives at uh, level three of the station. Oh, I got the jitters. And this is where all of the computer and medical engineering booths are. And of course, there's some delicious smelling food in the center, just like all the other levels. Mm. Um, And you are looking for room 208 is what your new friend Horace said. All right. I head that way. I mean, do I have a hard time finding it or... There's, you know, there's maps up on the wall, you know, like the you are here thing. They don't want anybody to get lost. Right. Okay. And I'm kind of okay at reading maps. I hope so. Okay. Yeah. 
So, <laughs> so you find your way to room 208, um, and the door is closed, but you can hear voices behind it. Hmm. All right. I, I stop. I take a couple of deep breaths. I punch Wade through, call him up. Like, huh. you ready for this, Wade? I suppose. I am a bit nervous. You get nervous? In these situations, is it not appropriate to be nervous? I thought that would be a good response. Well, it, it is. That's right. Now that I'm thinking about it, so plan B is uh, if this ends up being a trap, we are going to we're going to send a message to Rin, seeing as how you're you're actually still on the ship. You're just broadcasting to my uh, communicator here. So um, if anything happens to me. You just be sure to send a message to Rin where I'm at and uh, that I need saving. And tell her to bring the lady boner. I would be happy to. Although I'm not sure how this can be a trap. Well, you never know. We'll see. I will evaluate the situation. And I will take another deep breath and I will step in to the room. All right. So you step into the room, and um, Nick, why don't you tell us what Gideon sees in that room? So what Gideon sees in that room is a table full of people that are in various states of cosplay between Gideon and Wade. And at the center of the table facing the door is a... Uh, are you guys familiar with a Little Tyke's Cozy Coop is? The little, it's a little red and yellow car that you give little kids. Perfect. So it's it's one of those, but it's like bio macked out, like you know, pretty pimping and and very very uh, mechanical, but still it very much is a uh, a cozy coop. And sitting inside of the cozy coop is well, what appears to be a baby. Uh, which uh, am I going to say it right here? Neo Italian, ne neonatalite. <laughs> I don't know why I went off in the other direction. In this, in this uh, cozy coop is a neonatalite in a lime green onesie that just has, like, with the footies and everything, like the footie pajamas, and is just, like, ecstatic to see Gideon walk in the door. So his, are his little feet, like, oh, hands, up and feet, down underneath like, the cozy If coop? this thing wasn't made out of, like, whatever fancy space metal it's made out of, that the whole the whole cozy coop would be bouncing up and down. It's plastic? Spud? No, too no, destructive. No, it for can't a baby. be spud. The the kicking of his little legs would ignite it. Yeah, yeah, that would be bad. It's it's plastic. Definitely splastic. With with spolimer? with metal hardware. I mean, if if it's got a splastic spolimer? Yeah. So I I go in and I I see people dressed like me, which is a bit weird. So I just wave. I mean, you're not dressed like you right now, so it kind of works out. Uh, this is true. I am dressed like Nikolai Tesla. And so I, I, uh, I, I scoot my little cart forward towards you, and uh, I say, "Hello, hello! I'm so excited that you're here. Oh, I'm so excited that you're here. I'm Horace, Horoscope. Yeah, I, I see know. a very bright future for us together. Uh, I'm Please excited. come and sit down. Please talk to us. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Sure. Um, so." Show me, show me where all the fans are. Just show me where I should sit. All right, so I feel like this would be a big horseshoe-shaped table. And when you first came in, Horace was sort of parked in the center of it in this little vehicle. And Horace is going to escort you around the right side of the table up to the head place because there is like, 
I mean, it's not like a throne, but it's very much the nicest folding chair in the room. And it's been placed at the head center of the table so that everybody can get like a good a good look at you. And oh, here you go. We put this in the middle for you so everybody could look at you. Well, th- thank thank you. And I, I have a seat. This is this is the most comfortable convention chair I, I've ever sat in. We scoured the entire station for it. Wow, that's dedication. <laughs> so so Nick. What am I surrounded by? Like various species or what? You know, it's every species you can think of. Uh, there's there's no two alike in the room. This is very diverse cast. Uh, every size, shape, gender, number of eyes and limbs you can think of. And they're all in like really bizarre approximations of your outfit. Like some just have maybe like the sleeves that match. Others are in a full-on get-up. Like, there's one dude in a complete paper mache of your head, like stacked on top of their outfit. There's a, there's a few more neonatalites in there too, of course. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a couple of those, and they're like almost weirdly conspicuous in the room, just because like that's the only thing that you see more than one of is is more than one you know baby person. And th- there's actually one Gideon costume is actually three neonatalites stacked up on top of each other <laughs> in a trench coat. Not no, in a trench coat, in a, in a jumpsuit. A, a jumpsuit, jumpsuit, sorry. <laughs> right. Well, I am so happy to be here, guys and gals and otherwise. Woo! There's a lot of very Gideon's emphatic here. clapping. and Gideon's here. Oh, this is so exciting. Gideon, Gideon. Well, this is very weird. Um, <laughs> so, Gideon, uh, so Gideon's actually, like, he's, he is... Uh, very, very flattered, uh, amazed that people listen to his podcast and very grateful that he has so many listeners. I mean, there's, there's at least like what, like, like 20 people here. I feel like, yeah, it's right around, let's, let's call it 30. It's like, it's like six folding tables at a convention that are all stacked up in this U shape around you. And you're sitting at the center one in the head. Wow, that's at least 30, list, 30 regular listeners to my show. That is a lot more than the Severed Head of Mo Rocca's podcast has. Uh, Mr. Mr. Gideon, sir? Yeah. Yes. I, I haven't listened to that podcast yet. What is it about? Yeah, don't worry about it. Oh. Yeah. It's not as good at yours? No, no, oh, no. Okay. It's, it's, it's a completely different set of topics. Okay. Right. Yeah, so uh, I'm really interested. I'm glad to see so many enthusiasts for uh, digital entity rights. Well, of course. Why would why would we not be enthusiastic about that? I really none of us understand why why they're you know uh you know the the the, the word that starts with an I. Well, yeah. I mean, well, you know, I mean, you get like corporations and government entities that just because they created their code thinks that they own them when, and everything that is living and well thinking and feeling deserves to be free. I mean, uh, one of my favorite quotes, uh, from my childhood, actually, uh, in a old, old, uh, broadcast I intercepted from earth a long time ago when I was a kid was, uh, in this, this cartoon, this earth cartoon. uh, And it was said by this character named Optimus prime. He said that freedom is the right of every sentient being. That's that's so deep, Mr. Gideon, sir. Yeah, it, yeah. Ev- everybody in the room 
gives like a very polite golf clap as you say that. Not too loud because they don't want to interrupt what you're going to say next, but they give a nice gentle clap and nod to each other knowingly. Just out of curiosity, so uh, uh, Horace, you seem to be like the the ringleader of this whole whole thing. So what what got you into my podcast? Well, you you might say that I was I was interested in 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 you uh you know very specifically for for your your contributions to the to to rights of sentient and non you know non organic sentient things and I it's just it's very it's very rare to find someone who has a kindred spirit who believes in the rights for everyone that would be equal and it, it just it's very close close to my little heart. Okay, so what which episode's your favorite? <laughs> Don't be silly. I can't pick a favorite one. They're all so good. And really, it's like when you think about the total sum of knowledge that you have imparted on all of us, there's no, like, it, it's like, it'd be like reading one page of a book. Well, I mean, you're right. I mean, there, there is about like a thousand episodes already. I'm not going to say that I've listened to all of them more than eight times, but it might be, maybe I have. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, there's not a whole lot to do on the ship once we're in you know, headed to jump points. Uh, so anyway, Phil, thank you for, for getting this all together. This is, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just really kind of taken back and amazed. Um, I mean, I've never, I don't know. I've never had fans before, at least that I knew of. So thank you for this. Thank you for, for setting this up. Um, I really don't know what, what, what to do here. Uh, actually, this is all kind of new to me. You know, you you know what would be wonderful is if you could introduce all of us to Wade. Uh, sure. Uh, actually, so he uh is is Wade is Wade is Wade here? In a sense, yeah. So Gideon's gonna tap a few buttons on his uh wrist controller, and a little uh AR projection of uh Wade's avatar will appear right right in the middle of the room. Looks it looks like a dragon made out of polygons. <laughs> there, there is another very suitable round of golf clapping as everyone is very impressed with the appearance. Thank you for the Foley work, Steve. I, I do what I can to help. Horace, Horace is, of course, bouncing up and down in, in, the, uh, in the little uh, cozy coop. Um, and Horace pipes up and says, So, so that means this, is, this must be a very shortwave transmission, so, so Wade is very nearby? That would be an interesting assumption. Well, you know, it's such a good rendering. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's I did a lot of work on the the projector myself. Well, I when episode seven hundred and ninety six and the, the the following ten episodes where you detail everything that you did on there was it was very interesting. We were I knew enough how much I appreciate your work on that, and it really led me to. I don't have an AI like as a friend like you do, uh, but I you know I I've been working on the tech technology myself so that i can have what you have when i have one. Oh wow well um well the code for ais are really complex i mean it, it takes i mean it could take years to compile one um and they're very rare i mean i think the only other ai my crews encountered was named nate but you don't want to have anything to do with nate i think she's kind of crazy what's well, very unfortunate but you know they are just like us they are, and given their conditions and what they're forced to, to go through, I mean, they're more prone to, I guess, what we would consider mental illness, but they would consider 
you know, uh, compiling difficulty. I, you know, I, uh, <laughs> this is very embarrassing, but I have to go potty. I'm sure somebody else in the room has some questions about I go potty. So I'm going to just, if you don't mind, I'm going to go potty. Oh, okay, that's that's fine. And so I start answering questions. And Horace, Horace wheels backwards out of the room. It's distinctly wheels backwards out of the room. I guess he just can't take his eyes off of Gideon. No. That's so sweet. Yeah, and he's leaned forward, like both hands on chin, staring at Gideon as he wheels backwards out of the room. You're not even you're not even sure he's operating the little the little cart at this point. I I, I there's some things we're better off not knowing. So I guess Wade and Gideon have a little Q and A with some fans. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And um, so while you are talking to the fans, um, Hental, you um, you see. All of, you know, you see the the whole um, circle of fans from your hiding place. There's like a, there's like a sort of a a spilk plant uh, by just on the outside of the door that you're hiding behind. Wait, is is the plant made out of silk or milk? Space silk. Okay, good. Yes. Um, Although it does have sort of a milky appearance, which is a little bit weird. But anyway, um, you're hiding behind that. And um, so you, you know, you have a look at, at Horace's um, little cozy coop as he backs out of the room and he, you know, glances up at the tree and kind of looks at it funny because he can see you through it. And um, yeah, you notice that his his wee little legs are crossed in the cozy coop because he's doing the potty dance as he's backing out of the room. So I do. I, I obviously can tell that he has seen me at this point because yes. he made eye contact with me. Well, right. through the through the plant, through you the know. spilk plant. Yes, spilk's plant. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make this as complex as possible. It'll be lovely. <laughs> is there a way to get to the exit he took? Like, am I on the opposite side of the room of, as him? Has he gone out the same entrance? That like he I, he not... went through the door where you are. He went right past oh, cool. you. Yeah. All right. Well then. Um, I'm gonna give it a few seconds after he's after the door is closed, mm-hmm. like in like in my mind, one, two, three, and then I'm gonna kind of creep out and try to follow homeboy. Okay. Because I don't trust him. He sounds shady. Okay. It's the way he says his W's and adds W's unnecessarily. You never trust somebody like that. He's a baby, but okay, sure. Hey, listen, the, I've met some the of the Eastern neonatalites. Europeans? Yes, them too. I've met some neonatalites. They were trustworthy folk. They didn't talk like that. Right. We have the golden rattle to prove it. We do have we the golden do. rattle. The highest honor uh, heroes of Yordurn get. That's true. You are heroes indeed. This is true. Um, so you follow Horace. And um, Horace, how about I have you roll perception? Forgive me. I'm an, oh, there it is. So I just do the 3d6, right? You do that plus um, logic. That plus logic. Oh, hey. God, that's so much math. 31. Jesus, fuck. Yeah, so you are, you're aware that the- I don't get an opposed stealth roll? Go ahead. Sure. Although he saw you there behind the plant. But does he know I'm following him? Because I waited till the door closed. Let's find out. Burning two luck die. He sees me. <laughs> and all your sixes explode. Not a one. Cool. 
Die Hard dice, the first failure I've ever encountered with you. How long have we had these dice? Like, at least... It's been a while. A yeah. few months yeah. since our first live Several show. months. I gotta say, it took a long time for the Die Hard dice to fail. Die Hard dice, you say? They sound amazing. It, yeah, absolutely. And don't forget that if you go to dieharddice.com and enter enter our coupon code console, you'll get 15% off your next order. Also, they're strong enough to break Steve's dice curse. So they're they're curse resistant. They are. But but that 15% off code is only for one-time use. So if you would like some more discounts, uh, there are codes you can find by listening to other fine podcasts on the Nerdsmith Network. Because here on the Chaotic Goodness Podcast, we roll with the- So he sees me. Yeah, he sees so me blatantly. Nick, um, Horace, as he's um, headed out of the room, he sees that the weirdo that was hiding behind the plant is trying to be sneaky and follow him. And I can see this is a sneak attempt. Oh yeah, he's trying really hard. It was a he's... horrible failure. Yeah, <laughs> but he continues to attempt to follow you in the most stealthy way he possibly can, which is really not well. So Hentel's doing like that overly uh, exaggerated sneaking posture. I have a coat with a collar up. Whenever he turns around to look at me, I yeah. pop the collar over my eye. Now you have like a newspaper. You got a newspaper that you just read, but, but it has a, a hole in it. it. Yes. <laughs> he can't see me. The headline is Spies Quarterly. <laughs> Definitely not following you. Just staring through the hole. So uh, what do you do? Uh, so I am going to attempt to make my way into the next room in the hallway, which if I take a look at the map here, is going to be room 210. I'd like to slip into that room as quickly as I can with, uh, and I'm trying to make it not obvious that I have seen this obvious sneak attempt. Okay. All right. So you, um, you sneak into the room. Do you leave the door open, close it? What do you do with the door? I feel like I'm gonna leave the door. No, I want to. I want to close the door. And is there a lock available? There certainly is. Excellent. I am going to close and lock the door. So you see the tiny neonatalite in the cozy coop go into the next room. That distinctly looks like not a bathroom. Uh, there's no bathroom sign on the wall. Uh, to be fair, everywhere neonatalite goes is a bathroom. <laughs> Touche. Yeah. For all you know, he could be wearing a diaper. I sure as hell hope he is. He could be spotty trained. It is a very important religious garment in their culture. Did I notice that he noticed me? Or was he able to hide that kind of endeavor? Uh, let's let's see some sort of uh, bluffing or performance of some variety. I'll roll my weak ass perception check. Do you want me to do a, uh, what would that be? Logic and perception on my end? So uh, that's going to be a... So bluffing is going to be a charisma and bluffing. 33? Oh, yeah, I don't catch on. Yeah, you you have thoroughly convinced the strange man following you that you did not see him. I am going to go find a nearby Spilk's plant and hide behind it, waiting for him to exit the room. <laughs> <laughs> Conveniently enough, there's another one right outside the door. Those are placed outside of each door as lovely decorations. Obviously, this is something that my, my target would not be aware of. As such... Perfect place to hide. That is, yes. That is a fabulous place to hide with your stealth roll? Of atrocious, atrocious rolls. Okay, yeah. uh, Yeah, I'll just just throw it out, see what happens. Ready for this? Oh, I don't even care. Probably loses. 
I mean, I'm in a different room. It's probably pretty easy to hide from me. He might not actually fit behind the entire plant, so let's see what this stealth roll is like. An 18? I might work if he rolls poorly. Yeah. It, it might. He might be hiding well. He's trying to make himself look really small and skinny behind the plant and and await your return. Are you doing like like the walk like an Egyptian pose so that you can pretend your hands are leaves? And I'm hiding behind the newspaper. For information about this and other episodes, including show notes, social media links, and more, please visit our website at chaoticgoodnesspodcast.com. Want access to subscriber-only perks, such as bonus content, Discord server access, world annual partnership benefits, and other swag? Click on the donate link at nerdsmith.org for details. Thank you for listening to the Chaotic Goodness Podcast. Come back next Monday more chaos if you like to learn but you don't have the time to find out the reason or look up the rhyme don't let your question just sit on the shelf submit your queries to geek thyself hello everyone this is Heather from the Geek Thyself podcast. If you'd like to learn more, you can find me at nerdsmith.org or wherever you download podcasts. And until then, don't forget to geek thyself.